and welcome to A Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and I'm so thankful that you've chose to join us today. And I want to take just a minute and give a shout out to all of you all who have continued to download episodes. Um, It's such a blessing. I don't know who all of you are other than the ones who I may see in town or who give a comment or something, but um, I can see from where you're downloading and... um, Right now, I think it's 23 or 24 states, six countries, and um, over 100 cities. And that is just such a blessing that there are that many people who want to draw closer to the Lord in um, reading and listening to and studying His Word. And again, it's not anything about me. It's all about His Word. And I just thank you for coming uh, coming along with me on this journey. And I do want to mention this before we get into today's episode. Um, In the show notes, um, each episode will have show notes wherever you listen, and it will tell what scriptures I'm going to reference today. I go back after I record the episode and just put the scripture references there. Um, So if you want to somehow open that up so it's easier for you to turn to, if you're in a spot where you can open up and look at the scripture, that will be good. My Aunt Winona, hello Aunt Noni, um, has recommended that I figure out how to do a link so you can click on that. I'm nowhere nearly as computer savvy as she is, but I'm going to try to figure that out. I just haven't had a chance to do it. But if you, w- if you are sitting where you can look at Scripture um, and want to know ahead of time so you can read along with me, um, it's located there. And I put it there also so that you can go back and look it up later um, if you just want to see where I was coming from. So the chosen Scripture for January the 15th, 2022, comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verse 15. And it reads as follows from the ESV, and it's picking up in the middle of a sentence. Um, It says, and saying, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. So we find ourselves today uh, with this chosen scripture in a book that we've not been in um, this month yet. And that is the gospel of Mark. There are four gospels, as you probably know, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And those tell the story of Jesus um, and his earthly ministry. And um, we've talked a lot about the gospel writer John already, and maybe a little bit about Luke in the sometime yesterday. I don't remember all the episodes run together so far. This is the first time we talk about the gospel of Mark. And so even though... Um, it's recorded as the Gospel of Mark. There's nowhere within the actual Gospel that where it says, I, Mark, wrote this, okay? But biblical scholars are um, seem to agree that this is written by um, someone known as John Mark. And we have some references to him later in the New Testament. He was not one of the original apostles. And I think it's important to think about these things because sometimes we just, or I know I have in the past, let me say that um, as a young student of the Word, I just kind of lumped it all together. I thought Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they must have all walked with Jesus. They were probably uh, apostles, and um, and you don't really think about it. But as I've mentioned before, it is so important to think about 
portion of scripture that you're studying. Even though we know for a fact that all scripture is inspired by God, we learn that from um, memorizing our verse in Timothy. But um, it's important because you can it it gives you more insight into um, the purpose of the letter and the or the book, and um, I think that helps us know how God would use it in our own lives. So I think it's important to know who the 12 apostles um, were. And we can find in Luke chapter 6, beginning in verse 13, and I'll be reading from the ESV. And when day came, he called his disciples and chose from them 12, whom he named apostles, Simon, whom he named Peter and Andrew, his brother, and James and John and Philip and Bartholomew and Matthew and Thomas and James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon, who was called the Zealot, and Judas, the son of James, and Judas Iscariot, who became a traitor. So this lists the uh, first apostles who were called, and we notice that um, Mark is not listed there. Now, we do have other references to Mark in the New Testament. And most of those um, are in relation to Paul and his ministry. Sometime, if you want to do a word ser- a word search or a word study and look for Mark, you'll see that he was known as John Mark. You'll see that in um, the book of Acts, um, in chapter 12, verse 25, it says, Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had completed their service, bringing with them John, whose other name was Mark. And then later in chapter 15, we see that there was, a, of Acts, there was a disagreement between Barnabas and Saul, who was also known as Paul, um, the Apostle Paul. Um, Barnabas wanted to take Mark, and Paul was aggravated with him and didn't want him to come. And so Paul went with Silas and Barnabas and Mark went off on their journey. But later, um, they um, reconciled their differences. And and we see Paul say um, uh, in Timothy, right before he was about to be uh, martyred um, in, in the end of 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 11, um, Luke alone is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is very useful to me for ministry. And in the uh, letter to Philemon, um, we see that Mark um, was also uh, listed as one of Paul's fellow workers. In the book of First Peter, um, Peter mentions Mark and calls him his son. So we don't know if he was really his biological son or if he was a true um as Paul describes several people in his letters, if he was a, um, his son in the faith or what. But um, he was there. He was there with Paul. He was there uh, with um, Peter. He was there with Barnabas. And so he was in the very first uh, group of men who spread the gospel. And um, he is the one that we think is the gospel writer. Of Mark. Mark's gospel is an interesting gospel, and sometimes when you have a chance to go read it, you know, I'm always going to encourage you to read to get the full context. Um, notice how many times he uses immediately in his in the uh, scripture. It was just um, 
it's immediately this, and this immediately happened, and this immediately happened, and it's like he's trying to give an account of how things went uh, with Jesus, and we appreciate that very much. So back to today's verse, Mark one fifteen. Um if we back up and look at how Mark begins his gospel, he says in chapter 1, verse 1, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And he goes on to tell about Isaiah's prophecy about John the Baptist and tells a little bit about John the Baptist and um, tells about Jesus being baptized and then Jesus being uh, tempted and then um, talk about the beginning of Jesus' earthly ministry, and that's where we pick up in our verse today. I'm going to back up one verse to John 1.14, not John, Mark 1.14, and read these again. So John 1.14, now after John was arrested, and that's John the Baptist, Jesus came into Galilee proclaiming the gospel of God and saying, the time is filled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. So this is Jesus talking in our verse today. He's the one that's saying the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. And he's the one that's encouraging everyone to believe the gospel. And I think it's important for us to remember that all the way through the canon of Scripture, we see a message. Um, Jesus was at the beginning with the Father. He's coming. He came. And he's coming again, and that is from the beginning to the end. And so he is here um, in Mark, and um, Isaiah had prophesied, and other prophets, like we talked about yesterday, had prophesied um, about him and about what God would do. And now Jesus is saying, the time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God is at hand repent and believe the gospel if they only knew at the time that he said that that he was the messiah he was the one that was the fulfillment of the prophecy Um, and if they only would have believed at the time a few did but many didn't the religious leaders of the time um were just that they were religious they um they had all the prophecies but they had imposed their man-made understanding on all of it and thought, well, this can't surely be the Messiah. Um, And so, as we read, I don't remember in which day, he came to his own, but his own knew him not. He went to his people. He went to the Jewish people first, and and they did not uh, recognize him. And I think he is saying the same thing to us and the same thing for us to share with others. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Jesus is coming back soon, friends. And I know um, we don't know the day or the hour. Scripture says that no one except the Father knows the day or the hour. So if anyone tells you that they have the day or the hour pinned down, you can count on it that it is not that day. Because the scripture says completely otherwise, only the Father knows the day or the hour. And so it's important for us to believers who love our um, our family and our friends and uh, all those around us to share the truth so that they have a chance not to be um, caught off guard um, on the day of judgment because there is a day coming. The Lord Jesus is coming back. He's going to take his own with him. 
Um, and then after that, he will come back and there will be a judgment. And for those who know and love the Lord Jesus and, and have believed in him and accepted him as their Lord and Savior, there will be um, life eternal in heaven with him. For those who have rejected him and who have not believed, there will be a life of torment in hell. And I know the world does not like to hear that today. We like to hear all um, fluffy, everybody feel good, everybody do their own thing, everybody can find your way um, to many gods and lots of gods. That is a lie from the devil. There is one way to the Father. Jesus is the truth and the way and the life. There's one way. There's not many ways. And um, you can count on that because that is what the Scripture says. And so when we look up what it means to repent, it means to change one's mind or purpose, to think differently, to turn from and to um, think about things the way God wants us to think about things. And to believe is to put our faith in um, the Lord Jesus. You know, a scripture says in Hebrews um, chapter 11, verse 6, without faith, it is impossible to please God. We have to have faith. You will hear me say this over and over and over again because it is um, biblically correct. You must have faith. You can't be good enough. You can't do enough good works or enough good things um, to please God. It's by faith in His Son, Jesus, and in God and what He has done for us. And what a blessing, because that gets us off the hook. We humans think we have to trade something. We have to show um, show how good we are or or do enough or be enough, and we can't. We just have to put our faith in the one who created us and his son who died for us. And the way that we um, can know him more and to increase our faith is to study his word. So, friend, read God's word, study God's word, live God's word, and share God's word. And I want to leave you with an excerpt from Psalm 119, beginning in verse 129. Your testimonies are wonderful, therefore my soul keeps them. The unfolding of your words give light, gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and pant because I long for your commandments. Turn to me and be gracious to me as is your way with those who love your name. Keep steady my steps according to your promise, and let no iniquity get dominion over me. Redeem me from man's oppression, that I may keep your precepts. Make your face shine upon your servant, and teach me your statutes. May that be our prayer today. Blessings to you, dear friend. Until next time.